Are the Lions getting Jalen Carter or not? He's in town. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. We're getting close to the draft next Thursday, and it's a Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Indeed, your team every day, Monday, April 17th, and Tuesday, April 18th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, making us your first listen, and, of course, watching us on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel where it's free, and you can subscribe. Coming up on the show today, Jalen Carter is in town. What does this mean for his chances of becoming a Lion? We got a mock draft today that has the Lions taking Jalen Carter, but it's not where you think. We'll get into that on the show today. Also, Savion Smith is back. Voluntary workouts are underway. Albert Breer says maybe a corner for the Lions in his Monday morning quarterback. We are loaded on a Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Watch us on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. And we're brought to you today by our friends at Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager, managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download it, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps in the game. Uh, hope everybody's doing well. We're going to have a bunch of guests hopefully this week. Um, I got some surprises coming up a week from Thursday. It is night number one of the NFL draft from Kansas city. So excited. I drove by the legendary Ron Crackman, Crackiola's house the other day. And it made me think Crackman and his hat and his helmet and his overalls, you know, he's going to be there in Kansas city, repping the lions next Thursday. So excited about that. A shout out to our friends at questionable tees, T E E Z.com for our Dan Campbell's kneecap noodle soup sweatshirt wearing today so uh thanks to the uh, scotty and the crew at questionable tees for this beauty i gotta wear my uh hoodie today it's freezing out there we're supposed to go down and see my guardians play the tigers and the game got snowed out all right big news today and here we go jalen carter is here the lions started voluntary workouts no jalen carter's not working out he's interviewing with the lions probably for the number six overall pick, maybe 18. The Lions need to find out a little bit more about the most dominant defensive tackle in this draft because obviously there are tons and tons of red flags. Would Sheila Ford Hamp, would Rod Wood, would Brad Holmes, would Dan Campbell, would they pull the trigger and do something that really they have not done in the three years that they've been here, and that is pick up somebody pretty questionable when it comes to football character, when it comes to effort, We've read all the reports. We've seen the guy go to jail during the combine and then come back come back out of jail. Um, but Jalen Carter has warts. But the Lions are using one of their 30 visits on him to bring him to town to find out, you know, a little bit more about him. They wanted to see him work out in Indianapolis. Oh, no, he didn't do that. He had to go turn himself in on, you know, reckless driving uh, charges and two of his friends you know, killed in a crash in which he lied about 
at the onset when questioned by police down in Athens, Georgia. Then the Lions went down to see his pro day, except he didn't participate in every drill, couldn't make it through all the drills because he was 10 pounds overweight. Doesn't sound to me like a guy that Dan Campbell wants on his football team. He just doesn't. And I still, to this day, here on April 17th, and I could be wrong, I don't think the Lions are going to draft him. But the Lions are doing their due diligence. I also didn't think last year the Lions were going to go anywhere near Kayvon Thibodeau. Now, they ended up getting Aiden Hutchinson at number two. That was their dream scenario. Just like two years ago when Brad Holmes took over, the dream scenario is Panay Sewell. All of these picks have hit, and they've hit on guys that the Lions have had a man crush on. Did you hear Dan Campbell with Rich Eisen last week? Rich took a break from taking selfies and did his radio show, had Dan Campbell on there. And Campbell admitted, yeah, I got some guys in this draft that I got a man crush on. You knew how excited they were. You saw the video of when they took Sewell. You knew they were through the roof for Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, 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 Trayvon Walker went number one of the Jaguars, and the Lions pick was in so fast. I don't think that's going to happen with Jalen Carter. I just don't. Is he arguably the best defensive player in this draft? Yes. As he is dominant a force as you could be on the interior as a defensive lineman at Georgia, he was. He was really good most of the time. Does it fill a need for the Lions to put Jalen Carter in the middle of their defense? Yes, it does too. But question about his effort, taking plays off, lying to police, being overweight at the combine. Lions are finding out today as he's in Allen Park. Down to 222, what this kid's all about. They're going to look him in the eye and be able to interview him. But I still don't see them taking him in the draft coming up next Thursday. I just don't. Um, I think there's other players that fit the culture better. Would they pass on him? And maybe he turns out to be the next Dexter Lawrence or, uh, you know, somebody or John Randall or somebody like that. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know why I said John Randall, but I did. You know what I mean? Michael Dean Perry. I'm really, I'm really going old school today. I just don't see it. I don't. But give the Lions credit for bringing him to town and doing some business with him today and finding out about him and sitting him down and asking him questions. You know, they admitted Dan Campbell did a few weeks ago at the owners' meetings. They interviewed some of Carter's teammates and found things interesting. They didn't go into Campbell didn't go into grave detail about it, but why not interview him? This is a kid you need to find out about because it does fill a need, and he is a really good player. But I don't know if the Lions are going to do that. I just I don't see that happening. Now, will the Lions still take a cornerback at six despite all the moves that they've made with adding not one, not two, but three cornerbacks in free agency in Sutton, Mosley, and Gardner-Johnson? I'm going to get to that in a little bit from uh, Albert Breer also. Uh, But first things first, let's talk about our friends at Ultimate Football GM. Yes, a lot of fun to play this game. We did this uh, this year with all the Locked On uh, NFL hosts and our buddy Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. He was the Locked On NFL champion. What do you do with Ultimate Football GM? It's simple. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a National Football League general manager and managing a franchise, you can at Ultimate Football GM. You'll manage every aspect, strategic aspect of your team. You'll play through the season. You'll lead your team to glory. Try try to even build a dynasty. All right, Ultimate Football GM, you're in charge of hiring coaches and coordinators, firing them as well if you want, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency, and 
the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. It's a lot of fun. We created a Lockdown League for you to compete against Lockdown fans all over. Um, if you can be the ultimate football Lockdown, uh, ultimate Lockdown football GM, and you can be the ultimate winner, um, choose the Lockdown League in your app to join. And if you could create that football dynasty, you could do it. Lockdown Lions listeners get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps or go to the app. The app It's right there in all the app stores, Ultimate Football GM. Also, go to the website if you want to sign up that way at ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. All right, let's do uh, this first um, before we get to Mock Draft Monday from our friends at thedraftnetwork.com. I saw this today, and I thought this was weird. I did, This did not sit well with me. Um, Albert Breer, who I like a lot, Monday morning quarterback, SI.com. He was talking about the Jeff Okuda trade and just said, hey, Okuda just did not work out. He's going to get an opportunity to be the number two or number three corner with A.J. Terrell in Atlanta, etc. Then he says, quote, this is from Albert Breer. Meanwhile, for the Lions, this only underscores the need they have at corner. And in looking at what Dan Campbell and defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn covet the position, other teams believe Illinois cornerback Devin Witherspoon is going to be really attractive to Detroit at number six, which would mean through this reclamation project transaction, Witherspoon could jump a couple spots in the draft. Hmm. Could you see the Lions at number six taking Devin Witherspoon? Number one, Devin Witherspoon's a really good player. You can make the argument he's the best corner in the draft. You can make the argument he's the second best corner in the draft after Christian Gonzalez. Um, I don't see the Lions taking a corner at six. If you've got Emmanuel Mosley, you've got Cameron Sutton, you've got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you've got Jerry Jacobs, you've got Will Harris, Today, you brought Savion Smith back. You got Chase Lucas. You got seven players that could play the cornerback position before you even get to the draft. Let's say they took Devin Witherspoon at number six. Where is he going to play this year? Is he not? Yes, I know. Mosley's on a one-year deal. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's on a one-year deal. Will Harris is on a one-year deal. Jerry Jacobs is in the last year of his deal. I get that. All right, you only have Chase Lucas and Cameron Sutton after this season, right now, contractually. But while I like Devin Witherspoon, don't get me wrong, and while I like Christian Gonzalez, wouldn't you trade back if those are your options? Wouldn't you take Tyree Wilson instead or Kalijah Cansey or Will, um, um, you know, you know, Will Anderson? At six, before you take a cornerback? Now, again, the draft has to drop and fall a certain way, and we've seen tons of mock drafts. We're going to let you know what the, mock, the latest mock draft from the draftnetwork.com has the Lions doing, which is actually a trade back. But I don't see Detroit taking a corner at six. Because, again, I don't know where that cornerback would play. Now, some of you say, well, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson can move to safety. Okay, that's fine, but you got Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph back there. you got Ify Melifonwu, they need to take a look at and see if he can play back there yes cj gardner johnson can play safety we know that but taking a player like that at six that normally you would want on the field it's a top 10 pick you're just stashing away 
Now, again, I don't know. I would rather have more defensive linemen and have that be the issue because I want to get to the quarterback so that these cornerbacks have a job that's easier for them. I don't see Witherspoon or even to an extent Gonzalez being so good that you can't pass on him at six. Last year, Sauce Gardner was taken, what, fourth by the Jets? He was so good. Don't see that with these two guys. But I like them both as players. I just don't know if that's where I would go for Detroit at at number six. And I'm a little bit surprised Albert Breer wrote that. I don't know where he's getting that from. The Lions, because they traded Jeff Okuda, have this need all of a sudden for another corner. I just named you seven guys they have. And shout out to the Lions, by the way, for re-upping with Savion Smith today. If you remember last year, Smith was signed to a futures deal, was pretty much like a practice squad guy, a fill-in. Then at week five, by week five of last year, he was healthy enough to play. And he had played pretty well in the preseason. And um, Deshaun Elliott was hurt. Tracy Walker was hurt. And Savion Smith got elevated to the roster and started against the Patriots. First play of the game on defense. He smashes his neck, is like laying there motionless on the field, and had to be carted off. Ended up with a concussion put on injured reserve, and ended up having neck surgery in the offseason. Lions did him a solid to bring him back. I guess he's healthy enough to give it another go, and the Lions are bringing Savion Smith back. Can play corner, can play safety. A bit player, but I like the fact that the Lions are bringing him back. I think that's a, a cool gesture. He may never be the same. He may not even make the team. But it's a credit to the culture of this franchise and to the foundation of it that they're going to give him another opportunity. I think that's pretty cool, despite having so many defensive backs, um, like I said before. Um, so that's interesting. All right, so the Albert Breer blurb, voluntary workouts starting down in Allen Park today, but we got to get to Mock Draft Monday. What is the draftnetwork.com of the Lions doing? This is interesting. They're picking up another first-round pick in the future with a trade. We'll tell you about it coming up next. All right, so today from our friends at thedraftnetwork.com, we always like to call it Mock Draft Monday. It's our second to last one. Justin Mello has major trades going on in his mock draft. Carolina Panthers, no trade. Bryce Young taken number one by the Panthers. At number two, the Texans decide not to take a quarterback. There's been a lot of smoke about this. Will Anderson goes number two to Houston. Minnesota trades Number 24, number 87, a first-rounder in 24, a first-rounder in 25, and Daniil Hunter. All to move up to number three to take on Arizona's first-round pick, and they draft Will Levis. How about that? This is a bizarre, bizarre mock draft. Indianapolis Colts at number four take Anthony Richardson. Seattle at number five drafts Tyree Wilson. The edge out of Texas Tech. Then the Lions at number six trade with the Titans. Tennessee wants a quarterback. They send picks number 11, 72. So a first rounder, a third rounder, and a 2024 first round pick to move up five spots to take C.J. Stroud at number six. Titans get their quarterback. Then, Devin Witherspoon goes seven to the Raiders. Miles Murphy, number eight to the Falcons. Pittsburgh makes a trade to take Paris Johnson from Chicago at nine. Philadelphia at 10, Bijan Robinson. 
Then at 11, the Lions get to draft, getting Tennessee's pick, and the Lions take Jalen Carter from Georgia. Again, I don't see it happening, but that's what happens in this mock draft. Then at number 18, the Lions select tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Interesting. Quote, the Lions haven't appropriately replaced T.J. Hawkinson, who they traded to the Vikings at the trade deadline. The Lions don't have enough of that position. And Brad Holmes' inactivity suggests Detroit is going to draft one. The 2023 NFL Draft features a historically deep class at tight end, which could put pro- push prospects like Michael Mayer down the board. Lions OC Ben Johnson would utilize Mayer's dual threat abilities as a blocker and as a pass catcher. Mayer would be, in this mock draft, the first tight end taken off the board. Some people have had um, Dalton Kincaid from Utah go ahead of Michael Mayer in their mocks. He would go 25 to Jacksonville. But in this mock draft, the Lions would get Michael Mayer at number 18. I don't know. Pete Skaronsky would still be available in this mock draft. I would have a hard time passing on him. Steve Avila would still be available in this mock draft. Uh, Osiris Torrance would still be available in this mock draft. But that tight end in Mayer is a pretty darn good target. And like we told you last week, um, the Lions were even kicking the tires on Foster Moreau um, before he um, uh, was determined that he has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma right now. So he's not even going to play this year and is taking leave of absence from football. But that is certainly an interesting mock. Lions trading back, which I would love. I would have no issue trading back with Tennessee, picking at number 11, getting a future number one, and getting an additional number three. I would have no issue with that at all. I think this this draft is sort of wide open. Now, again, let's say Will Anderson was still there at six. Let's say Tyree Wilson was still there at six. I don't think Brad Holmes would do that. I don't think we'd trade out of six if Wilson or Anderson are there. You know, the the odds in Vegas have the best odds for Detroit getting Tyree Wilson at number six. That's what many people feel like they'll do if he drops there. But if Will, I I have a hard time thinking that Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson uh, will both be there at six. I still think Anderson and Wilson would be gone by then. But what do I know? Because again, you know, is Houston going to really pass on the quarterback? To me, Bryce Young's going to number one. But then after that, it's wide open. I still think the Texans are going to take C.J. Stroud. I do. But I think they're, you know, I think it's being put out there that they don't want a quarterback to get people to call them about a trade. But, you know, anything's possible. Everybody says Arizona's trading out of three. Everybody. So if that's the case and Levis goes three or Richardson goes three, then obviously a quarterback's going four. Yeah, then you're going to have your pick of Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson at six. If the But I, I, I don't know. Right now I'm leaning toward Houston maybe taking Will Anderson. And they're different types of players, Anderson and, and Wilson. Both guys can get to the quarterback. Wilson's just kind of taller, thinner, kind of more of a stand-up guy than Will Anderson. But man... I still think with the way Brad Holmes loves defensive linemen and loves to collect them. And last year we said, there's no way they're taking another D lineman after Aiden Hutchinson was taken. And they took two more. They took Josh Pascal. They took um, 
you know. They took our man James in the in the in the fifth round. That's getting the quarterback. So, you know, it's 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 a crapshoot. This thing right now, but I still think defense at six. I saw a mock draft today, or or Nick Baumgartner from the Athletic today saying, "Why not take Brian Brissett at 18? Remember, I was the one that wanted him at six like three months ago, and obviously he's fallen a little bit. His teammate Miles Murphy. I think um, is going to go ahead of him anyway. But it's a it's a wild time right now as we lead up to next Thursday. It's crazy. All right, thanks for checking this out. Don't forget, your team every day. Don't forget, thanks for making us your first listen. I'm throwing all the one-liners at you today. Please subscribe and watch us each and every day as well on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Working on some guests for this week that I'm excited about. We'll uh, lock those up and hopefully to a draft prospect uh, that the Lions interviewed and brought into town either later this week or early next week. We're working, working on that as well. Thanks to our friends at Questionable Tees for the sweatshirt. We'll do it all again tomorrow.